0: we thank you of your spirit that you shed abroad in our hearts we pray lord that you give us a heart that is able to receive your word a heart that is ready for a change we pray lord that we grow in our walk with you may we not leave this place the same we thank you lord in jesus name amen, amen. clap your hands together for the lord ask you take your seats. And if you will, turn your Bibles with me to Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 6. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Why don't we all rise up to our feet and read the scripture together, please? Philippians 1 and verse 6, 1, 2, 3, go. Philippians 1, 6, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work, work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Christ. Philippians, Philippians 1, 6, 6. Amen. Please be seated. We are being confident. We are confident of this very thing. That the one who had begun a good work in us will perform it. Continue it. Will continue working in us until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. So in our work with God, there is no point in time where... We have reached where we are done. Amen. So there is no need at any point in time to feel proud and to feel like you have arrived. Do you understand? So God is constantly working on us. God is constantly working on us. At any stage where we are, God is working on us. And tonight we want to continue our message on the good work. That God has begun in you. The good work that God has begun in you. And we are talking about the different areas of man, the different areas that God is working on us. The different areas. Akira, God is working on different areas of our lives. And we are talking about the different areas that God is working on us and the good work that He's doing. So, the seven areas that we are talking about are one the soul the spirit the flesh, the flesh. our finances, the finances our character and personality mm-hmm. our marriages and relationships and then our becoming a leader Amen. God is working on all these areas and we are taking in each one of these areas to share and to understand how God is working on us. Amen. So you realize that we have a lot to share. You, Amen. Amen. So we've been talking about the flesh. We talked about the flesh. We talked about the four dimensions of the flesh. We talk about the sinner's flesh. The uncontrolled Christian flesh. The controlled Christian flesh. And the glorified or resurrected flesh. All Christian flesh. Amen. Amen. And then we talked about the human, the human spirit. We talk about the human spirit, and we're saying that there are seven dimensions of the human spirit. We talk about the seven different forms or stages that the human spirit can and will exist. Amen. Amen. We talk about the unsaved human spirit. The unsaved human spirit, or the spirit of the unbeliever, the spirit of the one who has not encountered Christ, the spirit of a person who does not have Jesus Christ, or who is not born again, or who is not saved. And we say that that is a very dangerous spirit. It's a very wicked spirit, the spirit of the unsaved man. It is not advisable to... Freely associate with such a person. Do you understand? The Bible discourages us from having association with a person who is not saved. It says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. It is not safe. Amen. Because that person, this spirit is dead and dangerous. Desperately wicked can do you harm at any time or at any stage. And the niceness of a person, when someone is calm, when someone speaks in low tone, when someone has a very nice voice, does not mean that um, that person cannot do you harm. Do you understand? That person, as long as the person is not saved, There is an inner spirit, there is a spirit in him that agrees with his mind and that can cause him to do harm. Do you understand? That is a dangerous spirit. Amen. Amen. Then we talk about the born again, the born again spirit. A man who is born again or someone who is born again or someone who has received Christ. Then we begin to talk about the stages when a person is born again, the stages that we go through also, we talk about the baby stage, we talk about the baby human spirit, do you remember yes. the baby human spirit and when you are born again, you are in that stage, you are a newborn babe. The Bible encourages you to desire the sincere milk of the word, the word of God. There is a stage of a Christian where the, the word of God comes to you as a sincere milk. Do you understand? We pamper you. We give it to you. We breastfeed you. It's sincere feeding. Sincere milk. And you need to, at this stage, also desire that. That you may grow thereby. Do you understand? When a child is born, you can't give the child certain types of food. Okay you can give the child certain types of food we have to give you some type of food and with the kind of food that we give you you are okay we we can handle you we can we can cuddle you you know when you cry when you misbehave it's acceptable do you understand there's a certain stage so you get to a certain stage that you can eat the same type of food we will not give you that type of food Okay, so we talk about these different stages I'm giving you two characteristics of each of these stages and the baby stage we read about a scripture we um, we shared two characteristics what was the first characteristics we said that babies cry a lot one of the characteristics of the baby human spirit is that it cries a lot the baby spirit cries a lot so if you are a Christian, and it doesn't matter how many years you have been a Christian, if your spirit is such that you cry a lot, you complain about everything, you are the type of Christian that demands that we visit you. If we don't visit you, you won't do this, you won't go here. You won't. If you are that type of Christian, you are still a baby. You are still a babe at that stage. You cry a lot. You want attention all the time. You intentionally stay away from church so that we will call you, so that everyone is calling you. Okay, that is a, that is a child, that's a baby, that's a babe. You are a babe. What is the second characteristic? Easily offended. easily offended, easily offended. If you are a type of Christian who is easily offended, you are a babe, you are a babe. That is a child, a baby Christian who is easily offended anything offends you you are easily offended amen that is a babe and then we talk about a child stage do you remember we talk about a child stage and we said the child stage of a spiritual development at this stage there is two there are also two characteristics do you remember what is the first characteristic unstable and unsteady when you are in a child stage you are unstable and you are unsteady. We read a scripture in Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 14, chapter 4 and 14. Do you remember what did we say? We said that we henceforth be no what more children. We we henceforth at some point in our Christian walk we are no more children. And one of the characteristics, one of the clear characteristics that is described of children is that children are tossed to and fro, to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine, every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and the cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. So when you are a child, you realize that you are tossed to and fro. You You cannot study, you cannot stay... In one church, anyone who moves from church to church is a child. You are unstable. You are not stable. Amen. If you have been in a church for a while, you have to be in a ministry. You have to be established. You have to have stability. There must be something you are doing in a church that brings you to church all the time. Do you understand? You see, you have to have something that holds you, that makes you stable. Amen. Amen. If you are, if you, if you take a job, they make you sign a contract, a contract that binds you. Everyone wants stabili- stability, and if you are unstable, you are not a kind that people would like to deal with. Amen. Any Christian, if you are a Christian and you cannot make up your mind about marriage, you are a child. You cannot make up your mind about marriage. You want to marry, but you can't decide on who to marry. You know, you like this one, you like that one, you like this one, you wish this one had this body, and this one has this face, and this one has that hair that belongs to another person. You want all of them <laughs> to be put in one person. You are unstable. Do you understand? You like you like Miss A's body shape, but you wish she had Miss B's breast. <laughs> you are adding. You 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 want a certain type of behavior in this person this behavior in this person is admirable but you wish she also had this person's face you cannot have that you have to make up your mind you have to make up your mind you like this everything about this person but you wish he was Aaron as well (laughs) Uh, this man you can't make up your mind Amen. You cannot make up your mind. Hmm? You like this man. You like everything. The only thing you don't like is about his walking. Why can't he walk like this person? You don't like his walking. You You have to be stable. You have to choose one and say, this is the one that I want. And this is the one that I'm going with you cannot choose this one and be nice to this one you are nice to so many of the women we don't know which one you like and you are look you are you are giving them all the impression that you you, the potential you can marry this one you have to choose one and forego all the others and let others also have the access to the others We are going on this one, we say, oh, but you don't know this one is talking to, eh? I thought she was talking to this one. And this one also, and that one also. Which one do you want? Choose one, and keep your focus on that one. Amen. You see, all these things, they create confusion in the church. Do you understand? They create confusion in the church, and it doesn't allow the church of God to go on. And we, 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 we make the church stagnant with these kinds of behavior. Huh? Sisters don't like that. Hmm? Sisters don't like that. They want to know. Either you are with me or you are not with me. That's it. You are eating this person's food. Eating this person's food. Eating this person's food. And you are taking this one to movies. This one to movies. And you are, so you are creating confusion. But that is a child Christian. And sisters, if you identify a man like that, he's not a, an adult Christian. That's a child Christian. And you have to move on. You have to move on. Amen. You have to move on. And brothers, the same thing also. You have to make up your mind. If you see this and this and that and that, you say... Look, let's sit down and talk and let's clarify what you want and when you make your mind stick to that amen are you with me stability steadiness is a ma- is a sign that you are maturing it's a sign that you are maturing amen and then the next characteristic of a child's spirit is what. They do not contribute anything in the house. They are unfruitful in the house. Children are unfruitful. Children do not contribute. They don't contribute. And the same thing, spiritual children, they do not contribute anything in the house of God. They do not contribute. You see, children don't worry about how things are done in the house. They don't know how heat is... They don't know even that there's heat in the house. Do you understand? They don't know that heat is produced in the house and make us feel the way we are feeling. They are not aware of that. And they don't want to know. Do you expect children to know about that? Do you expect the children to know how much oil or gas you have in your tank? Do you expect the children to know that the oil company is supposed to come? They don't worry about that. They want to know that all they care is about Comfort, they are warm. And such are also spiritual uh, children in the church of God. They don't care how, they, they don't know that people come, they don't even know that people come and arrange instruments. They don't know. They don't know that people come and test microphones and test all kinds of things. They don't know. They come and everything is set up. And when it's finished, they go. They leave. They, they, don't, they don't care. They, all they want is that when they come, the place is clean. Everything is arranged. That's a child. That's a child. You don't contribute anything in the house of God. You don't contribute. You don't, contrib- you don't know how the bathrooms are clean. You don't know how the church is maintained. You don't know how... The, we have to maintain the place such that we are not driven away from here. Do you understand? A child does not worry about that. Our children, when we finish and they are going, they just leave. If they are, have you seen the children going and papers are <laughs> the, in the place and they are picking them up before? But you see the adults, adults cleaning and sweeping and cleaning and mapping and leaving the place nice. That's an adult, so that we can have the place again. But children do not worry about that. And similarly, children, spiritual children, also do not worry about the house of God. They don't contribute. But everyone must grow. Everyone must grow. You cannot remain a child that you you just come and go, you just come and go, you just come and go. Everyone must grow. Everyone must grow. In the house of God, there is something for everyone to do. Are you with me? There is something for everyone to do. And that is what makes the house a great house. When everyone is doing something, every vessel is involved. You see, in a great house, there are many different kinds of vessels. Not only vessels of gold and of silver, but there are different kinds of vessels. So you have to be a vessel fit for the master's use in the house of God. That is what makes a church a great church when everyone is doing something. So whatever stage you are, wherever you are, there is something that you can do in the house of God. There is something that you can do. Amen. Amen. Some of you can be around and welcome people. You talk to people who have just visited us. You look for people who have just joined us who are not in church. Are you calling them? Are you worried? It should just be your work. Do you understand? Yes. You are contributing something. Amen. Amen. Some of you don't contribute to the church. Some of you, even you have been in a church for a long time, you don't pay tight. So you don't even know how the place is maintained and we continue to have this place. Children are like that. When you are with children, they only use things and they spoil things and they don't care how it is replaced. Amen. Tell somebody, grow up. Okay, so today we want to talk about the adult. We want to talk about the adult or mature stage of the born-again spirit. The adult or the mature Spirit, Or the stage of the human spirit. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. He says, for when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. For his what? Amen. For his what Amen. you see, everyone that useth milk, you see, so if you are still using milk, we understand that you are a babe. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of God or in the word of righteousness for he is a babe. But strong meat, say strong meat. Strong. Say strong meat. Strong. Strong, meat. Strong, meat. strong meat. strong meat. Says but strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. Say full age. Full age. Say I am, full age. I am of full age. Say at this stage, at this stage I am of full age. It says, but strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Amen. Amen. It says, strong meat belongs to them that are of full full age. Strong meat belongs to those who are of full age. Strong meat belongs to mature adult spirit. Amen. Amen. People with mature adult spirit, they eat strong meat. Amen. Amen. So the first characteristics of the adult spirit or the mature spirit, when a person becomes mature or is of full age in the Lord, one of the signs is that they become interested in, In the strong and deep teachings and the things of God. They become interested in the strong, deep teachings and the things of God. They become strong. They become interested in the strong teachings of the word of God. They become interested in the things of God. So when someone becomes mature or when someone is an adult stage, That person is interested in the word of God. Hallelujah. That person is interested in the word of God. That's the kind of person who searches for the word of God. He searches for the word of God. He goes for the word of God. He looks for the word of God. He searches for understanding. He searches for meaning. Amen. He wants deeper understanding of the word of God. The Bible says in, I believe, Acts chapter, I think it's Acts chapter 17 and verse 11, about the the people of Berea. It says, those were more noble than those in Thessalonica. These were more noble. And why? Why were they noble? The Bible is explaining why they were more noble. You see? So you think you are quiet and cool, so you are noble if you don't know the word of God and you don't search the word of God and you don't understand the word of God, it doesn't matter how cool and nice you look and how nicely dressed you are. You are, it says, and noble, He says, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind. You see, as you are sitting here, they will come to church just like you they will receive the word with all readiness of mind. But they don't just leave it like that. You know, a child or a baby, whatever you put in their mouth, they will eat it. Do you understand? As long as it's sweet to them. You know, even if you put your finger in a child's mouth, they will start chewing on it. But the people who are mature, mature people, they don't just eat things like that. They don't eat anything that you put in their mouth. They will come and receive it, but then it says with readiness of mind and searched the scriptures once in a while. That means they do their quiet time. They do their quiet time. They search the scriptures daily. Whether those things were so. What they heard. Whether those things were so. Because you don't know was Reverend reading a real Bible or not? I've been do you understand? Yeah. So they go home and open their own Bibles and search the scriptures again. Whether the things they heard were so. But look at the next verse. It says, therefore, many of them believed. Because of that. You see, you don't believe because you don't search the scriptures. That is why the scriptures don't affect you. That is why the word of God does not affect you. That is why the preaching does not affect you. It doesn't change you because you don't search the word of God. We don't. We don't. But this is therefore many of them believed also of honorable women which were Greeks and of men not a few. You see? They said the scriptures. Then the next verse, it says, but when the Jews of Thessalonica, remember they were comparing them to those with Thessalonica. He says, but when the Jews of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God was preached of Paul at Berea, they came Theta also and stirred up the people. <laughs> Do you understand? They caused confusion. So people who are in churches who don't grow, who don't get mature, who remain babies, who don't search, who don't desire the word of God. And who remain babies. They are the ones that cause confusion in churches. They are the ones. And it doesn't matter how long they have been in church. Sometimes they have been in a church for a long time. And they have all kinds of titles. I'm telling you. And because they don't grow. They don't grow spiritually. They cause a lot of confusion in churches. They are the very people who cause this. Instability and cause tearing up and confusion and all kinds of things. There are people in the church established members. When new members come, they tell them about issues that are amongst people. Orientation. Orientation. <laughs> yes. You see, I am telling you, because we follow our people. Okay, We follow up people and some people stop coming because of some conversation they have had with you. And when we look into who had that conversation, all people who are not growing. Look at the New Living Translation. What does it say in this scripture? What does it say? It says, But when some Jews in Thessalonica learned that Paul was preaching the word of God in Berea, they went there and stirred up trouble. They went there and stirred up trouble. Confusion. So I'm telling you, people who are if you are in a church and you are, you don't search scriptures, you don't, you don't, you don't you don't you don't desire to know the word of God, you don't grow, you become a troublemaker. You become a member of the Thessalonica congregation. God for really big. I thought you were also going to say that. God forbid. Do you understand the word of God? Yeah. But when a person becomes mature, you realize the person is interested in the word of God. They are interested in the word of God. They are, they are searching for the word of God they have a scripture and they, they land a certain scripture and they are so excited and they're sharing it. Such people are constantly listening to preaching messages all the time. Mature people with mature spirits, they are constantly listening to preaching messages. They want to know more about the word of God. They never get tired of listening to messages. Amen. But baby Christians don't search for messages. Baby Christians don't desire to hear messages. They don't like messages. They don't listen to messages. Amen. Are you with me? If you don't listen to messages, you are a babe. Today I'm really preaching. I'm showing you every stage where you are. Baby Christians, they are forced to listen to messages. We say there's a come message of the month, And they, they are crying. <laughs> they are crying. And they are forced to listen to messages. To give feedback. We have to ask you, give feedback. You see, and then they start listening. So they will write something. Yes. Baby Christians find it difficult to listen to messages. They find it difficult to sustain listening. sustain listening. They find it difficult. They, you, you, you have to encourage them. You always need encouragement, but an adult, mature Christian doesn't need any encouragement as far as listening to messages are concerned. They don't need encouragement. You see, you must listen with intent to grow. And if you are not listening with that intent, and what is the intent to grow? Intent to be able to also share. You see? So whenever you are in that state, whenever you are, as a pastor, I listen to messages differently from how you listen to messages. I am listening to messages to understand it so that I can teach it also. Do you understand? Because. I can have you listen to a message and I'll listen to a message and I say, okay, let's talk about the message. But you can't even talk about the message because you don't listen, you don't have that responsibility of listening to grow. Do you understand? Yeah. So mature Christians, they they like the deep things of God. And baby Christians, it's too deep, they consider it too strong of meat. Messages are strong meat for the baby Christian. Listening to messages is too much to chew. Amen. But mature Christians, they like to listen to messages. They like deep things. When they find some powerful message, they are excited. They are excited. You see, there are certain messages that when you listen to them, the message, you feel that the message is confronting you. Have you realized that the message is attacking you and it's rebuking you? You see, the message is giving you instructions, directions, and it's correcting you. The message makes you uncomfortable. You are alone listening to the message, but you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Amen. Are you with me? Sometimes you are alone. You may be alone and listening to a message and it can cause you to break down to tears. To make you cry. Listening to... That is a mature stage. That is when you are mature. But baby Christians, they don't like messages like that. They don't like messages that rebuke them. Hmm? They They like sincere milk of the word. They like always to have the sincere milk of the word. And babe. Sincere milk of the word. They like to hear messages about beloveds. You know, let's find beloveds. Let's like messages about marriages. And then they are excited. Family. Money. Jobs. Prosperity. Blessings. You see, then they are excited. But they don't like messages when the message is too strong. Like we're talking about church growth. Why does church growth to them? Evangelism. They don't, like, they don't like messages like that. They don't like messages about sacrifice. Sacrifice. Messages about others. You know, who cares about others? We are here and we are thinking of... They don't like messages like that. They don't, mes- they don't like messages about kill yourself for Jesus. Baby Christians do not like that. Amen. They like sweet messages. The same way is with the physical. The same thing with the physical. Children don't like real strong meat. Children don't like that. Children don't like meat that makes them grow, food that will make them grow. They don't like it. Children don't like vegetables. They don't like lemon beans. (laughs) They don't like asparagus. They don't like broccoli. Do you understand? Children don't like things like that. Isn't that so? They don't like water. They don't like to drink water. No. Children like sweets. They don't like, they, don't, they like messages that are sweet. Do you understand? The same thing. Babies like sweets. They like cookies. Eh? They like candies. They like They like sodas. And minerals. (laughs) They like juices. They like to drink juice. (laughs) For those of you who don't know sodas, let's throw throw in the minerals so you can understand what we are talking about. (laughs) Amen. Are you with me? Yeah. You see that one of the clear signs I'm teaching you. One of the clear signs or clear one difference that you can tell a baby Christian from a mature Christian. How many want to know? Do you really want to know? You sure? (laughs) You like the truth? (laughs) Are you sure? You're not gonna be offended. Okay, I'm teaching you. The baby Christian, even after so many years as a Christian, you see that they are always listening to gospel music. That's the key. Always gospel music. Always gospel music. That's a clear sign that you are still a babe. See that, you see, I'm not saying don't listen to gospel music. But the baby Christian, constantly listening to gospel music. Constantly. Never preaching messages. They, they don't have even one message. Gospel messages. Gospel music. <laughs> they have every type of gospel music. All kinds. And they know all the artists. Okay. All the gospel. They don't know one preacher. Even Bishop Doug Mills. they don't know him. Yeah. The only know Reverend Bright is enough. <laughs> That's a babe. That is a babe. Are you with me? Yeah because messages like that they are vegetables to the child they are vegetables to him and so they don't like that they are constantly constantly listening to gospel messages gospel music and they know it you see we we ought to know we ought to know the gospel because we have to worship God we have to worship God but you have to desire strong meat you have to choose strong meat if you want to grow you can't grow on gospel music. Can I hear an amen? Yeah. I said you cannot grow on gospel, especially if you are not listening to either's music and you are listening to all kinds of this music that we have these days. <laughs> that just noise. Do you understand? Yeah, there are, there are certain gospel music that excites you and encourages you even to do the, word of God, the work of God. But baby Christians, they don't like messages. They even the gospel song that ministers like that. They don't like them. They like gospel songs that are just sweet, sweet, like candies. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) What a shock! <laughs> don't, don't spot a message. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Who knows how to sing it? What a show. Amen. You see? Don't be listening only to gospel songs. Gospel songs. Gospel songs. That will not help you to grow. You know? Baby Christian, you see, constantly in your car, you have all kinds of songs. All kinds. No message. No message. You can drive from here to Virginia and you'll be listening to gospel songs and come back. No message. You can't grow like that. You can't grow like that. Amen. Amen. I say you can't grow like that. That is why in your cars, you see no messages, no strong meat, no powerful messages. That is why you sit in your cars and always sin. Sin in the car. Gossiping about people. You know, gossiping, talking about useless things because there's no strong message in the car. Quarreling, No strong message. Nothing that is rebuking you. Quarreling. You know, all kinds of sin. Fornication in the car. Fondling with breasts. You see, because if there are some powerful messages in the car, your hand cannot be going to certain places. I know things. Don't underestimate me. No strong messages in your cars. You don't listen yeah, because gospel message. You are just happy and singing. Happy and you are just sinning. Even you are using a gospel message to dance and sing. <laughs> so be listening to strong messages. Be listening to messages. Be listening to powerful messages wherever you are. Amen. When you are in your cars, be listening to messages, mature, serious Christian messages. Be listening to the poemano. Be listening to the makane. You have to have the podcast. Hmm? That is how you are going to grow. You realize that after a while, you see that you are becoming wise. You see, after listening to these gospel messages, gospel songs for a while, I mean... Even the song you can not sing, <laughs> only it gets to the chorus, and then you, and then you. <laughs> <laughs> are you with me? Yeah. I've been that so, yeah. How can we grow if we are not chewing strong meat? How can we grow? That is why there's always trouble. And we, we have to deal with your issues all the time. All the, because you are still a babe. And you are like them of Thessalonica. It says, but when the Jews of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God was preached. You see, you think they would go home, look for the message. What message was preached on Tuesday? Podcast people, why? Why is it delayed? I, w- I was working. I couldn't come to church. Where is the message? You see. Do they call you and ask, well, have you done? No. Even if we delay the message for 24 hours, 48 hours, they will not even know. You will not know. It says, but, those, the, but the Jews of Thessalonica, when they had knowledge that the word of God was preached, they came to also and stirred up the people, stirred up trouble among the people. They stirred up cause confusion. You can't grow like that. You can't grow if you are all that you are listening is what you are singing. I didn't mention, but you are saying. You are saying. You understand? But listen to messages. Listen in, as you are driving, you are going to work, you are coming, you are going. Listen to messages it will, to make you grow. You will grow. I'm telling you, you will grow. You will change. You will be mature. You will be wise in your decisions. You will be wise. In addition to the blessings, the blessings. It is the word of God. Amen. You see that verses are broken down for you in the message. Amen. Amen. Akira, you constantly listen to messages. Listen to messages. You see how you transform. You change. And then when they, rec- they look at you, they can't recognize you. Say, wow. wow. Is this girl that is talking like that. Wow. It's messages. Yes. Not classroom. No teacher. No, no, it's not any human wisdom. It is wisdom that is from above. Wisdom that is from above. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody, grow. Grow. Sometimes it's even just, you should have like a a long prayer session. Just prayer session. People are praying, speaking in tongues. That excites you to also pray. You should have that. Yeah. And be praying. Be praying. Be praying. One hour. You just prayed an hour. Two hours. You just prayed. Just be praying. Just prayers. But baby Christians cannot handle that. Baby Christians cannot. And I'm saying no matter how long you have been a Christian, if you are not doing this, you are a babe. You are a babe. You are a babe. babe. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Baby Christians are not interested in hearing anything besides what we preach in church, they don't hear anything else besides what is preached in church. You see, but adult Christian, adult Christian, recently a sister was sharing with me, she says, Reverend, you know, when I, you preach and I go home, I listen to it and it's like a whole new thing. And I said, That is maturity. That is it. That is it. You, because what you are hearing in church, it's eleven percent of what the message is about. That's even with highest IQ. That's if you have a highest IQ, your IQ is very high. Hmm? Your IQ is very high. Do you understand? Yeah. So when you go home, listen to the message again. Baby Christians will not listen to the message. All their message is what is preached in church. That is your message. When you are a babe, that is your message. If you come to church, sometimes there's a series, and we preach a series. You came the first day, you came the following week, and you have not been here two weeks. You don't care about what has been preached. You have come, continue. You just, let's, wherever we left off, let's continue. Do you understand? So that is a babe. You are not growing in that sense. You are not growing. Amen. I say, you are not what? But a mature Christian. You go home and listen to the message again. I say, you go home and do what? Listen to the message again. Be constantly listening. I say, if you are going to grow, the key is listening, 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 listening. Listen to messages. After service, listen to the message again. Amen. Amen. So another sign that you are not mature, and not interested in strong meat. Do you want to know? Yes. Do, you, uh, do you want to know? Yes. Are you sure you want to know? Yes. Another sign that you are not mature. And you, don't, you are not interested in strong meat. Is that whenever you come to church. Whenever you come to church. You check your Bible. And you realize that the page is the last verse we read in the previous service. The page, how many of you have seen that before? You have seen that in your Bible. You came to church, like today you came, and the page that you opened, the first page, is last Sunday's last scripture that we read. It's a sign that you are a babe. You are not interested in strong meat. It's a sign that you are not interested in strong meat. Am I helping you today? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. You are not angry with me? No. Wonderful. So the second thing, Is a mature person becomes a teacher when he ought to be. A mature person or an adult spiritual stage, you become a teacher when you ought to be a teacher. You become a teacher when you ought to be a teacher. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12, it says, For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, for when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Amen. You have need of milk. He says, for the time, for when for the time ye ought to be teachers. So there is a time in your Christian walk, in your spiritual growth, there is a time that you ought to be what? a teacher there is a time that god expects that you now are a teacher of the word amen you cannot expect to sit at this chair on this position year after year after year after year the same god is expecting that at some point you also become a teacher at some point you also gather people and you are able to teach them amen That is an expectation. It is expected of you that you rise up at some point and become a teacher. Amen. We have all sat in the chair the same way. But there comes a time that now you become a teacher. Amen. Amen. Are you with me? Don't you remember when I was also sitting in a chair? Yeah. So Akira, one day you are going to stand before the congregation and preach to them. Say amen. Yes. Yes. One day you're going to rise up and be a teacher of the word. And that is possible. You can do it. Yes. You can do it. If you continue the way you are going, you'll become a teacher of the word. Amen. Some of you have been here for too long to be sitting down. He said, for when for the time ye ought to be teachers. That means that you were expected to be a teacher. So today... You were expected to be a teacher. You have need that. You sit down and be taught again. Robert, there's a time that you gather the people and now you are preaching to them that you are teaching. And God expects it from them. That means that you are able to do it. You can do it. You'll be amazed what is in you. Do you understand? You'll be amazed what is in you as you are sitting there like that, especially those of you who come for midweek service, you'll be amazed. The power, the, 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 the anointing that is in you. A lot has been deposited in you. And you are just not, you see, the, the, the work of God, it is when you avail yourself. It says that we are like vessels. When you avail yourself, then it fills you. But if you don't avail yourself, if you don't begin to teach, there is no need to fail. Because you are now overflowing. You are bursting. It's like Job's friend. Amen. So there's a time that you also ought to be a teacher. You see, in our church, we have few days in the week that we come and then we share like this. Isn't that so? So we are not able to give everyone, like we're sharing, that today you are preaching, today you are preaching, today preaching. We are not able to do that. So we create AOFMs, and give everyone the opportunity. We want to have bacentes to give everyone the opportunity so that you can also teach. But you see, we we are full of babes who don't want to grow, and so whenever we have these meetings, you kill them. Do you understand? But these are great opportunities that are given to you so you can also teach. And when you don't desire to teach, you never grow. When you are never having the opportunity to teach, you are never having the opportunity to gather people to teach, you don't grow. Because then you, are, you still have a desire for sincere milk of the word. And not strong meat. Because strong meat, it belongs to those who are of full age. Those who are of full age. Amen. So we give all shepherds also the opportunity to lead prayers. We give shepherds the opportunity to lead prayers. We give you lead prayers. And that you don't also want to do because you don't want to grow. There are shepherds who fight. They don't want to lead prayers. How can you grow? It's an opportunity. Search the scriptures. Find some verses. Just introduce them to give us... Small understanding so we can pray. It is your opportunity to learn the scriptures, to grow. And that you don't want to do. Giving you even verses, you don't want to do it. Give you opportunity to prepare topics. Prepare scriptures. Search for scriptures. And prepare topics to share briefly and lead us to pray. It is an opportunity that we give you. Do you understand? It's not every church that does that. It's not every church. And so it's so I mean so easily given to you so you don't value it. And that we are even begging you. So you find the same shepherds always leading prayers. Because people don't want to grow. There are some of you who are shepherds but you can't even pray. You can't pray. Right now if I give you the microphone and say pray. Close us. As the service is over, pray. We'll be amazed. Come and stand here. Father, as we have come, please, Jesus, as as we are living, you know we came, so we are living. So even as we are living, before we leave here, we ask, oh Lord, that as we are going home, You ought to grow. You ought to grow. Amen. You ought to grow. And I have noticed even some of you that they're giving this opportunity, how you are developing, that you are able to get that scripture. Sometimes you'll find some powerful scripture, share briefly, and then we are praying. It's powerful. That is how you grow. That is how you grow. Amen. And God expects us that we get to a point where we are teachers we get to a point where we are teachers. We get to a point. That is, it's not, listen, it is not a church expectation. It is not the expectation of the pastor. It says, for when for the time ye ought to be teachers. For when for the time ye ought to be teachers. So there is a time that is expected of you to be a teacher. That is the Bible that I'm reading. It's not a doctrine of our church. We are taking it from the scriptures that there is a time that is expected of you to also be a teacher. Amen. Or to be a teacher. In this church, we give everyone the opportunity. We give everyone the opportunity to grow spiritually. We are a church that have equal opportunity growth. Isn't that so? Yes. Yeah. We give everyone, if you want to grow spiritually, we don't hinder you at all. Have you not realized that anyone who avails himself, you show interest in the things of God, we give you the opportunity. We are a way-making ministry. We make way for you to grow. We make way for you. If you desire to be a pastor, this is the place to be. We will help you. We will guide you. And you can become a pastor. Every one of you is expected to teach. Every one of you is expected at some point in time. And, and what are you supposed to teach? You say, Reverend, what am I supposed to teach? Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.2. It is a 2.2.2 two, two scripture. 2 Timothy is a 2 Tim two two. Look at that. 2 Tim two, two. It says, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses... Our prophet teaches powerfully. The bishop teaches powerfully. The messages, they are abundant. They are abundant. And he says, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same. Don't change it. The same. The same. The, same. the Bible encourages us to preach the same messages. It says the same. Don't change it. Don't change the topic. Don't change the scriptures. If the Lord reveals something to you, praise the Lord. Add to it. But the same. It says the same. The things that you have heard. So, have you heard something? Constance, have you heard something? Amber, have you heard something? Joyce, have you heard something? Irene, have you heard something? Nancy, how about you? Have you heard something? Yeah. Yeah. The same. Sonia, have you heard something? The Bible says the same. The same as you have heard. Commit thou also. Teach people. Commit thou. The same. Don't change it. Don't change the the topic. Don't change the scriptures. Don't change the content. The same. Same. Commit thou to faithful men. Commit thou to faithful men. Who also intend shall be able, you see as I have received and have committed to you you ought to be also faithful you are not faithful that is why you are not teaching so I am sharing amongst people who are not faithful if you are not rising up to teach also say the same commit thou to faithful men faithful men, faithful means that they will also take the same word and not change it the same that is faithfulness do you understand? That is faithfulness. The same, commit thou. Commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Who shall be able to teach others. So it's a spiritual maturity to be able to teach. It's a spiritual growth. When, as a Christian, uh, in your work, you have come to a stage where you can gather people, you can gather the choir and share scriptures with them. You can gather the ashes and share with them. You can gather and say, we're having a prayer meeting. Sit down. Open the Bible. Share scriptures. Let us pray. Share scripture that they understand the prayer topic. We don't say preach. Long sermon for prayer meeting. That's not what we are talking about. That you have the understanding of the scriptures. And then you can share it. Explain it. So we know what we are praying about, that we all can agree on it, what you are introducing. Say the same, the same, the same. So the work of God is not making it complex. Greg, do you understand? It's not complex. He says, what you have heard. Have you heard things, Greg? The same, the same. Teach others. The same that you have heard. Teach others. That is why everyone should be taking notes in church. If you are in a church and you don't write notes, it's a sign, that's another third sign I didn't give you. It's a sign that you are also a babe. You don't take notes. You only laugh and shout, "Hey!" hey, hey and excited, "No notes. No notes. Amen. So it's said the same. because what does what, what they say? What are you going to share? You have not taken any notes. Nothing, You don't have anything. Amen. Are we going to grow? Are we going to rise up to become teachers? Yes. Yes. Are we going to teach others? Yes. Yes. Are we faithful men and women? Yes. Yes. Or to teach. So what are the two characteristics of the adult spirit? Interested in the strong and teachings of the word. And of the things of God. That means interested in the word of God. The adult mature spirit is interested in the word of God. And number two. You see some people don't have notes. So they don't even know what we shared. I said number two. Okay. Amen. Number two this side. Five people were in church. How about this side? Number two. Say, I should become a teacher. Say, by now I should become a teacher. Clap your hands for the Lord. And stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. Become a teacher. You see, some time ago, I used to prepare topics, message you with the scriptures, and I, I give up It doesn't help spiritual growth. So now I said, give you a theme. Prepare a message, prepare topics, and share so that we can all pray. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. yes. Let's desire to grow. Amen. Amen. Let's desire to grow. Let's desire to grow oh jesus father we are grateful and we are thankful in the name of jesus lord we exalt you and we adore you we love you we thank you lord for revealing these things to us for opening our eyes to know where we are in our walk with you lord help us to grow transform us into teachers transform us into mature spirits mature adult spirits capable of teaching others in the name of Jesus we thank you Lord we give you glory in Jesus name amen Amen. now with all eyes closed every head bow you are here tonight you are not born again and you are saying pastor pray with me I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior I want to give my life to Jesus if that is your prayer you want to welcome Jesus Christ into your life I want to pray with you if that is your prayer you are saying pastor pray with me i want to receive jesus as my savior if that is your prayer wherever you are just lift up your right hand and i'll pray with you i want to pray with you so you can receive jesus as your savior to welcome jesus christ into your life if that is your prayer lift up your hands and i'll pray with you anyone here like that anyone here like that you want to receive jesus anyone father we are grateful we are thankful is there anyone you want to receive jesus as your savior as your lord and as your master father we give you glory we give you honor we thank you in the name of jesus amen hallelujah amen we believe you've been blessed by this timely and powerful message we invite you to join us on Sunday afternoons for our Duel of Heaven service and Tuesday evenings for our Word Power service. For more messages by Rev. Brian Krumah, please subscribe to the QFC Bronx North podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738. Stay blessed.